The Fujicast is an independent loading zone production. Friday, 10th of April. The Fujicast. Hello, welcome to the Fujicast, the the uh, the new daily show. It's not so, it's not so new now, really, is it, Kev? It's been it's been what was it? Now three weeks we've been doing this. I think. I reckon. I reckon we're going to hit our hundredth um, episode doing this. We will do. We're definitely going to hit the um, the quarter millionth download. Um, I didn't check to see how close we are, but we're we're really not that far away be lovely if you could see who it was that did the quarter millionth download wouldn't it uh, yeah like a um like a tick down yeah uh, you know thing yeah there we go so um today we've got our, our new uh, daily photo challenge i thought the one that you set by the way was so hard that nobody was going to enter but then they sort of started coming out the woodwork didn't they with uh, mm-hmm. with uh, i think the first few um uh, mandy burton's was good she uh, she built a house and uh, then put action men and I think some Cindy dolls in there. And oh, I didn't. I thought the one in the top left of Mandy's was me. I didn't think it was a, it? a action man. It was me, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it looks just like me. <laughs> All right, I'll have to look at that one carefully. Uh, Chris Pierce Ramwell did. Uh, he said, "If you squint, you can see uh, you, you can see a homage to John Downing uh, yeah. making the picture." And that was uh, he. He did his with Lego men. So he, he went to get a box cut the holes out and put the lego people in if you don't know the picture we're talking about then uh you're gonna have to um, go into the facebook group and and look at the post and it'll all make sense but uh, we'll have and a new- i love i love simon's one as well with what which was, was uh, him in every window yeah <laughs> simon berry yeah uh where is it oh yes it wasn't patient enough to wait for the darkness he just got on with it good i like that go ahead spirit very clever yes. very clever very good so um you um, i i did wonder yesterday when you said it i was thinking Oh, is this going to be a, like, a no-show? But uh, no, far from it. So thank you very much for entering those. And we'll, we'll of course, at the weekend, you'll hear who won them all. Um, oh, before we start, by the way, I know it's old news now, but I just I just caught up on this, and I, I wanted to... I just If I had hair to pull out, I would pull my hair out. Did you read about police have made two arrests after two men were seen on CCTV licking their hands and wiping them over vegetables, meat and veg handles in a supermarket? Oh. They walked into uh, they walked into to a supermarket in uh, in Morecambe. Saturday, I mean sleepy Morecambe for heaven's sake on Saturday afternoon and then staff were forced to thoroughly disinfect the store and destroy products. I mean Well, you know they should they should well, I'm, I'm not going to tell you what they should they should warning warning Kev, i think it's a know. little bit um, uh, well i don't know i honestly it makes me makes my blood boil and if i was scott morrison stop it that's what i'd say to them but they wouldn't yeah. listen just round them all up this is what i would do is i'd round them all Kev, up careful now i'd <laughs> i'd find a little island somewhere yeah, yeah. and i'd stick them all on it a would really you? little island like a rock it reminds me of that ben remember ben you know ben fogel yes. i love ben fogel yeah i, I know you do yeah such yeah. a nice guy yeah um, have you met him? No, no, I've never met you him. You made but it sound he, like you knew him then. No, no, no. He has uh, replied to a few of my things on Instagram, oh. which is which is quite nice. But he, um, I just like his, his um, you know, I just like him. He seems like a nice chap. <laughs> but do you remember when he first came to fame when they did that? Um, uh, they all spent a year on, a, on an island, oh, a remote yeah. island in yeah, the yeah. Outer Hebrides. Yes, 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 yes. And that was his first, uh, he was one of the people that went up there. He was, um, yeah. And he kind of... Uh, that was a really that was the first of the that was before big brother or anything like that it was a real social was that before big brother i thought that yeah. was was it okay that was probably about 20 years ago 25 years ago maybe that long ago it was, 
Yeah, loads. Because there was another one. There was another program that they made. I think it went very well in America, but it it it, it just tanked here. And never got never got put on again. Uh, about the same time as Big Brother, there was another one where everybody went onto an island. I can't remember what they called it. You'll know American listeners, and you're shouting at me now. I can kind of hear it, but uh, it went really well in America, and it just didn't work here. And it's a great shame because it was. Uh, people um, having to having to sort of work work it out together and and get by and oh it was such a um, that was the sort of thing that Ben Fogel would have gone on as well I tell you what mm. Bear, Bear Grylls would have been great on that wouldn't he? knocked it out of the park probably wouldn't he yeah um, but, but Bear Grylls cheats Bear, he does not cheat yes he does no yes no. he does no I like Bear You've Grylls. Seen- no, you've seen those um, those that footage. There's loads of footage of him in like the um, in Canada, in the wilds of Canada, and he's all in his ragged clothes that's and right. all that kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah. And he's jumping over this yeah. massive ravine that's that's a thousand foot drop. Right. And then uh, somebody went and took a picture of that same ravine, exactly the same spot. And and like there's a cafe there, and <laughs> there's there's a brick, there's a there's a bridge just underneath, and. <laughs> <laughs> There's a load of rubbish. Oh, no, please. Stop it. Because next you'll be telling me that the Tooth Fairy's not real. <laughs> no, Tooth Fairy's definitely real, but I need to tell you something about the Easter Bunny. Is <laughs> eating all your eggs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't don't mention the Easter eggs. Oh. Don't go there. From something that wasn't so pleasant to something that's a lot more pleasant, although it is sad, of course, that John Downing passed, but I went away and read that Guardian piece that mm. you directed us to, and I... I, I cut and pasted some stuff here. Um, there was a story in it. He said, uh, on a trip, I had a run-in with the son of a, a Mujahideen leader after he shot a beautiful white bird just for fun. We got into an argument, and he challenged me to target a small rock. He said, if he hit it, he would kill me. And if I hit it, obviously there's a shooting challenge, I could kill him. I never carried a gun. I don't believe journalists should. But I was so angry, I accepted the challenge and borrowed a soldier's Kalashnikov. He (laughs) aimed and missed. Then I aimed, trying to remember everything I picked up about shooting, and bang, I hit the rock. There was dead silence. I turned to the young lad and said, where would you like to die? It was extremely tense, and then suddenly everybody realised I was joking and laughed. (laughs) Um, so very gallows humour, I know, but it was an interesting thing. And he had a top tip as well, which I thought was lovely. Look at this. Uh, shoot it on the way out. It may not be there on the way back. Mm. That a good top tip, that, isn't it? It's true. That's what I always say on street photography. I said it's better to better to take the picture and never look at it than uh, not take it and wish you'd, wish you'd had it. Yeah. Similar thing. Similar thing, yeah. Right. <laughs> Um, should we go straight into some questions? Because we we dallied a bit yesterday, didn't we? <laughs> with the, the haunted story and stuff. Oh, yeah. It was quite fun. <laughs> I spooked myself with that. Seth, Seth Bates. Hi, gents. I'm currently using some of my quarantine time creatively to produce a book using images I made in Asia a few years ago. Although I'm um, still being in the uh, the editing phase, it's dawned on me that I have no idea how I'll organise and produce this. Do you have any tips or suggestions? I know Kev is a book fan, so perhaps he has some suggestions. I mean this in regards to layout, book size, text, also any printing services. It's all personal preference, I know, but I'd be very interested to hear Kev's thoughts. I, mean, I think his plan is to maybe sell and gift a few copies to friends and family too at some point. Yeah, I mean, I, I've never really produced a book, so I, I don't know. However, I do know what I like in the books, and I like horizontal books. I don't like the ones that are vertical so much. I like ones where it doesn't split across the, the seam. Right. I like simple ones, actually, unless it's... 
unless it's one with a a very important backstory and it needs needs a lot of text um but you you know just a picture a page or maybe even keeping it very clean and have a picture on one page and a short description on the other side um you know you don't overdo it make it clean make the images breathe in the pages um less is more so be very very brutal with your editing um and it would be better, you know, it's better to have one picture a page than it is to have three or four pictures a page. So, you know, be brutal. What about be square? Brutal. What about because you, you picked out a square book this week, actually. Um, yeah. What about square format? Square's OK if it, it you know, if it if it's big enough, basically, if it's a small square book, then the images right. are going to be too small. And obviously that's true of any size. But what what you really don't want to be doing is having vertical books well i mean they do it a lot because obviously that the um the the shops prefer it because it it sits on the shelves easier but what i hate is those vertical books it's a little bit like when you know when you buy a bag of crisps and and you you look at the bag of crisps and it looks huge yeah and then then you open the pack of the crisps and there's like eight crisps at the bottom and it's like you know they've 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 skanked me a bit there you know i'm a bit annoyed about that and it's the same with vertical books you know you open the page and then there's a a three by two image right in the middle with you know seven inches of of white above and seven inches of white below so um yeah it's think about it like a bag of crisps don't don't let people be annoyed that you've not given them enough crisps in your book there's a book by um i think we've talked about this before robin beck who um is a superb printer I think it's called something like Silver Footprints or Silver Print. Uh, I can't remember the actual title, but no, Robin Beck. Yeah, <laughs> wasn't she the woman who sang the Pepsi Co- <laughs> the Coca Cola advert? <laughs> yes, one, uh, how did that let go? Me, let me look for it. Hold on, it's on the Probably other side of the room. One, one. Uh, oh. oh, there was a one-hit wonder, Coca Cola. <laughs> Oh, yes, you're right. That was Robin Beck. Robin Bell is the one I'm talking about. Silver yes. Footprint. Yeah, Robin That's Bell, right. not Robin Beck. You're absolutely right. She was a Coke <laughs> lady, yeah. Um, but Robin Bell's book is a square format book. If you get a chance to get yourself that book, I think it's still in print. Um, it's absolutely superb. And it, it gives away some of the, the, um, the, the sort of printing... Um, secrets, I suppose, of, of some of the very famous photographers that Robin has has actually printed for. Um, but that's square format, and, and each page tends to have a, pi- a picture and then some text underneath, and it's yeah. really nicely laid out. It's a beautiful book. You, you yeah. haven't got that one, have you? No, but I've just gone to his website, actually. Yeah, um, yeah I agree. It's, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it basically, you know, don't don't overcrowd it. That's yeah. that's the thing. Yeah. Um, you know it's it's beautiful it's uh funny enough i was watching if you want total and utter black and white um inspiration inspiration right have a look at the jazz loft on amazon prime oh you sent Uh, me this link i must uh, watch that yeah must watch it it's incredible we got to it was about i don't know about 11 o'clock last night and we'd 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 had over third or fourth bottle of wine and i said to Gemma, let's watch the jazz loft she just she just got up and went to bed oh did Um, you did you watch it yeah i've watched about three times now it's incredible w eugene smith um it's the story of him and the pictures he took in the jazz loft in new york it's as much about jazz as it is about his photography but there's a whole load documentary it's a documentary of his life in that period of time and he was incredible he reminded me having watching watched that documentary reminded me a little bit of you to be honest with you um Mm -hmm. he didn't have didn't have much hair and he was really into his audio as well (laughs) I thought it was going to be a hair a hair comment. I, I felt it coming. Uh, and at one point, he mentioned in the film that he'd been to Australia. 
<laughs> Have I told uh, you no. about my Australian trip recently? <laughs> no, it's, it's, in all seriousness, he did remind me of you because he 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 was one of the first kind of photojournalists that that embraced audio as well. Right. And he would record everything. He would record phone calls. He would record he? audio from the street. Oh, wow. He had everything. Everything. Um, there's even this clip where a police officer comes up to his uh, up to the loft to check on him, um, and. And this whole uh, audio is recorded, the whole thing. And, and the, oh. the police officer's like, bear in mind, this is like early, uh, I don't know, 50s, 60s. Right. Uh, quite sure, maybe even earlier than that. But it was uh, the police officer's like, what, what, what are all these uh, spinning things? Right. And he's, he's like, uh, they're, they're, uh, it's, it's audio record, it's tape recording. Huh, why, are you, why are you recording me? And, and, and yeah, I can't remember the exact words, but it's something like, well, you know, in the future this will be what yeah. people will hear yeah. and uh, you know and it's that nostalgia thing pictures are, are absolutely superb it almost made me think ah oh, you know what i really miss those um those places where you could people could just go and do whatever they wanted they were smoking yeah. and yeah. drugs and everything and what? the pictures Kev, careful the, the, the pictures are just you know incredible incredible yeah. well ronnie ronnie scott's i remember the first time i ever went to ronnie scott's and that was in in the in the days granddad when you were allowed to smoke in a jazz club and you can imagine what what it was like and i mean I'd, i've never smoked so it wasn't something i found particularly pleasant but it was yeah. definitely an atmosphere a different kind of atmosphere there's a smoky atmosphere with the stage lights and and it was a different kind of club i think but uh, yeah. yeah but then again you know not in any way saying i enjoyed it more because it was smoky because i didn't no 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 absolutely i wouldn't condone that of no. course i mean life is a lot better since they oh, stopped God, that but yeah. but yeah. It, it just the pictures were just you know you have all these people with huge cigars and the smoke yeah. and the atmosphere yeah. and everything i went to ronnie scott's with crash taylor once did you crash mm. taylor there's a yeah. name i haven't heard for about three and a half thousand years yeah wow me and crash taylor ronnie scott's is that his real name crash no no, no. i think his real name is bob <laughs> no, it's Paul, I think. Is it? Okay. Yeah. Crash sounds a bit cooler, I suppose. No. Crash sounds a lot cooler, yeah. I I wish I'd... There's nothing wrong uh, with Paul, What would you way. do? No, no, hang on a sec. Let's think about this. What would you do? What would you call yourself if you weren't called Neil, Neil James? <laughs> well, so you know the secret that that's not actually my real name. And now everybody else does as well. Um, but the name that I had before, with the story behind it, well, now you've gone down that road. I'm, I, I have a particular name that sounds, I suppose, a little bit posh. Um <laughs> and when I got the job at at, uh, at Radio One, the uh, the controller at the time said, "There's just two th on the way out the door that day." He said to me, "There's two things I, I need to say to you." And I, I was like, "Yes, anything you like." And he said, "Number one, never ever wear a tie in this building again." That was number one. And and num number two was you need to change your name because you sound a little bit too public school. So he, he sent me down to McDonald's on Regent Street. Well, I, I took myself to McDonald's classy bloke um and i had to think of a name he gave me about half an hour and said come back in half an hour and tell me what what your professional working name is going to be for the rest of your life no mobile phones or anything like that so i couldn't there was no way i, I could contact mum and dad and say what do you think i should be called so i just came up with that there we go um was everything in black and white then <laughs> yeah everything <laughs> i reckon I, if i had to i reckon i'd call myself what would i call myself I'd like to go for Moody Mullins. Moody Mullins. That's uh, a good or jazz Madness, name. Madness Mullins. Good jazz name, that Moody. I can imagine that now. Moody Mullins. 
Seth did also ask any ideas on printing services. Um, well, I suppose you could always go to somebody like Blurb. I think their quality of their books is quite good, actually. Um, a lot Very of pe- people like the stuff that Blurb put out. Um, yeah, it's expensive if you're selling it. That's the only problem, isn't it? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, if you're going to do a print run or something, yeah, totally different thing altogether. But it, I, I, reading the, the words here, it doesn't look like it was going to be a big print run. But, um, hmm, as you say, your mileage may differ, isn't it? No, your your YMMV. Your mileage may vary. Your mileage may vary. That's it. Um, Right, another one. Then we'll do uh, today's uh, photo challenge. Then we got the the pub quiz as well. Um, Keith Keith Martin. Hello to you both. Once again, thanks for the daily uh, output, your insights, and good humour. Much needed, appreciated. Anyway, enough smoke. (laughs) A question. I was almost a dovetail to that last piece. Uh, It's all about stories within the story. This one, Kev. Some of my favourite images from the few weddings I've shot are ones that I've not felt able to pass on or use. I think you've got one of these. Although unaware at the time of shooting, as the phrase capture the day was rattling around and round in my head, when coming to the edit, I realised that I had unwittingly caught a hidden story. The best man who was obviously in love with the bride, or, <laughs> or the maid of honour who clearly had no time for the groom. Do either of you have a stash of images that you like but feel you probably can't give to the happy couple? That's a very good question, Keith. <laughs> a very good question, yeah. Um, I'm not sure I've got a stash, but I certainly have a few that mm. uh, I've kept back for sure. Um, <laughs> yeah, a Go couple. On. Some that are, it's usually... Uh, are, you, are you able to say? No. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I can describe this one picture, oh, I suppose, because oh, okay. right. there's no... Uh, the one I'm thinking, I'm presuming it's the one you're thinking of as well. Um, so it was a wedding I shot a couple of years ago and it was, um, it was a very, uh, do that thing that you do. La-di-da. Do that. Do oh, right. It, it was a very posh one, was it? Very la-di-da. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I love that. And, um. That's my friend Lynn, that is. She's a broadcaster. Lynn Parsons. Oh, Lynn Parsons. Yes. Yeah. She was, do I was doing, a, no, well? I was doing a voiceover thing with her one day and I said, could you possibly say it with slightly more, and she said, oh. Very la I said, yeah, if you could do it in that accent. <laughs> you know all my heroes. Oh, do I? <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, it was a very posh wedding, let's say. And um, there was, um, um, I would say, a quite a substantial amount of middle-aged ladies drinking right gin and tonic from a very early part of the day oh and there's one picture i have which was uh, just before the first dance yeah. so probably about nine o'clock at night something like that yeah. and um i'm watching this scene unfold in front of me and i'm just watching it because i'm just waiting for the first dance to happen yeah. and you have like three or four people all um telling a joke and there's this one lady there as well Right. And she's on the outskirts of this group, but she's kind of leaning in to listen. Hmm. And then the, the guy, he, the, and then I think, okay, so there's a picture forming here. There's a story. Something's happening. Hmm. I'm going to get ready. So I lifted my camera. Mm-hmm. And... Um, <laughs> <laughs> you love this so much. You're laughing at it. <laughs> and... Um, <laughs> you're <laughs> he says the joke whatever it was and all of the heads go back laughing and this one lady she threw her head back laughing and threw her head back so far she fell flat on her back (laughs) legs in the air bum everywhere dress rode up her torso her stockings her underpants everything on display legs akimba 
and she's she's still she's still laughing her head off as she's flat on her back and uh it's brilliant and so actually for that one i said to the client i, I didn't bring it in the gallery but i said to the clients look i do have this one other picture mm. that i'm I, i'm going to send to you separately i don't expect you to put it in the gallery um and if you want me to destroy it forever i will um but you can have it um did they let you put it in the gallery <laughs> If you want to, no, I didn't bring the gallery. Um, if you want to keep it for bri- uh, bribe purposes later in life, <laughs> uh, yeah. So things like that happen, and uh, yeah, I've got a couple of um, yeah. But that's I that's a- not sort of. Um, I suppose that's embarrassing, but it's not. It's not like you know that that picture of as was described just now as as the bridesmaid looking at the. What was it? No. Um, the best man looking at the bride. Oh, the best man looking at the bride, and clearly those two were in love. That's a very that's a very awkward moment, isn't it? In that's the- that's what happened in love, actually, isn't it? Is it? Remember Is with happened? egg, egg from teachers. All yeah, right. He was in love with Brit, not Britney Spears. What's her name? Kira Knightley. Right. He was the filmmaker. He was the videographer. Oh, yeah, Neil. He was the videographer of that wedding. Right. Okay. And he fell in love with Kira Knightley. Wow. Hmm. And so when they looked at the video, all they should, or the only thing on the video was her constantly. Oh, was, that's there was no right. Groom or anything. Yes, that's right. And they they watch it, don't they? And it, it comes to them. Actually, yes, I remember it. It 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 it, it occurs to them while they're watching the video, doesn't it? And at yeah. the end of it, she looks at him. Oh, it's a lovely. I film. love that film. Yeah. I love that film. Right. Um, yes, so there we go. Hopefully, hopefully that answers uh, your question. The Daily Show Photo Challenge. Oh, yes. Right, well, yesterday, of course, that was a big challenge. I thought it was a challenge gone too far yesterday, but uh, as proven by you, you've risen. You've been so good, actually. Not as many people as the first couple of days, but rose to the challenge and we'll have the answers um, or the winners at the weekend. Um, so uh, what has come out of your... Um, <laughs> Your creative mind today to challenge people with. Okay, so today I'm think I'm trying to to in, even though there's no real rules as such, I'm trying to encourage us to to shoot uh, on the day. Yes. Okay, so yes. under under the embargo of life that we currently find ourselves, mm. and so what I want to see is your dinner. Your what? Uh, your dinner. Your dinner. Uh, yeah. Yes, and I want to see it. Create as creatively as possible, yeah. but I don't want to see. Uh, I say I, we, mm. we don't want to see anything else. So no people, no background, nothing. So effectively, you want to be doing maybe above ta- above table shots, something yeah. like that. You can yeah. use your phone, you can use whatever you want. Yeah. Um, but it's got. I, I mean, to, not not just a sort of simple food shot. We want something creative, surely, don't we? Well, it can be simple. Yeah. I mean, it yeah. just it just needs to, you know, something that will make our mouths water. That's what we want to see. Yeah, ah. I guess a boiled egg that would make my mouth water. Nicely, nicely composed boiled egg and some soldiers. All those yeah. people who live on a farm, they they could have a different approach to it. Come here, come, <laughs> come here. Kev wants a picture of dinner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so your dinner. So yeah. that should be a lot simpler than yesterday. Yeah, of course. Yeah, and uh, a little bit easier for everybody to do. <laughs> and yeah, try and try and keep it. Try and keep it so it's today's yeah. today's dinner. And and uh, uh, and be really. Now remember, it's Good Friday today. Oh yeah. Remember. Yes. So I don't really know what that means, but <laughs> well, you should. You're the religious one of the two of us. Well, I know, but in in uh, in the religious world, in mm. well, in the in the Catholic world at least, then you know you you'll be kind of thinking no fish or anything like that. But yeah. that's irrelevant, totally irrelevant. I was so, the, the, the Eddie Izzard sketch where he was trying to explain the the relevance of chocolate eggs <laughs> for, for <laughs> Easter. Um, you know, the sort of typical Eddie Izzard way of going around the houses with everything. What um, and I I don't. What do chocolate eggs? Where is the relevance to chocolate eggs? You know. 
Um, oh, is that a question? Yeah. Or, oh, yeah. I don't know. I thought yeah. you were going to tell us what Eddie Izzard. No, I can't. I can't remember the actual sketch. But I, I, oh, no I, idea. I am. Oh, so there we go. So chocolate eggs. Easter yeah, came. Nor bunnies, because bunnies don't lay eggs. No, I don't get that either. It's all a bit confusing. Yeah. Um, are you ready for the quiz? And then we'll have another question. And then that's it for the day. So yes. uh, going to set. Hang the on, quiz. it's a pub quiz. I need to get my beer. Yeah. Hold on. Oh, have you got Hang a beer? <laughs> right. There we go. <laughs> got it. When we when we went to the um, when we went to Switzerland to do that wedding together, well, we were sitting in the in the morning in the in the. It's very early, wasn't it? In at the airport in the days when you're allowed to travel on aeroplanes, <laughs> and uh, I remember you looking at me saying, "Well, it's, it's eight o'clock." Is it, is it beer time? In an airport, any time. It's beer time, isn't it, really? <laughs> yeah, there's no time in it. It's like a casino in Las Vegas. There's no clocks <laughs> for that reason. <laughs> right, so there are five questions. There'll always be five questions. I know you're going to answer as we go along, so that might give people a, a, a slight chance if, if, um, if they need it. Uh, but then on Monday, on Monday's show, I'll give you the actual answers, okay? So here comes number. There are slight clues in what they say to their identity here and there. Some of them blindingly easy, others not so. Number one. I am, am trying to figure out digital like like any other photographer is. But what what is important to me is the content. Hmm. Hmm. So I can I can almost see her. I, I well, assuming I go right. She's got quite a deep voice, kind of quite a pinched voice. I think that's uh, the great Annie Leibovitz. Okay. I can't tell you the answer. Obviously, we'll know on Monday. Uh, number two, yeah, listen very carefully to what he says. I'm very proud, I'm very honoured, uh, I'm humbled to be uh, associated with that picture. Humbled to be associated with that picture. I'll play it again for you. I'm very proud, I'm very honoured, uh, I'm humbled to be uh, associated with that picture. Um, we need, we need it's, to, not, it's not D'Souza, is it? The uh, president. Uh, honoured and humbled. To be associated with that picture, associated. It's obviously a big picture. Wow. Yeah. Is it actually the photographer? Oh, it is the photographer. Yeah, yeah. He's he's uh, he's happy to be associated with this picture. Well, uh, I don't know. I'm going to say to Souza, but okay. All right. Are you writing these down so we remember come Monday show? Oh no, I haven't got a pen. <laughs> God, good God. Okay, so I could. Um, right. Annie I could, Leibovitz. I can scrape it on the side of my beer bottle with a key or something. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, and I've written those first two down. Here comes number three. Now, this one's tricky. For me, a real artist is somebody who can show us our old, familiar worlds in a new and different way we've never seen or heard about before. Ah, there's, there's, there's a good bourbon-filled, bourbon, bourbon? bourbon-filled voice. Um, can I hear it again? Yeah, of course you can. For me, a real artist is somebody who can show us our old familiar worlds in a new and different way we've never seen or heard about before yeah there we go he could be doing a late night jazz show uh, somewhere down the crazy river robbie robertson um i don't know i'm thinking because of the the quality of the audio wasn't great, so I think he's an older person. Yes, this is a... Yes, sounds is. like, obviously, American. Sounds yeah. sounds quite gravelly. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm going to go... I'm just going to say Arnold Newman. Okay. All right. We'll put that down, and we'll come back to that on Monday's answers. I think you'll get the next two. Oh, you'll definitely get this one. When I start photography, the Amazonian forest was yet there, close to 100%. When I started uh, photography, the Amazon uh, forest was close to 100%. You want to get when I started photography, the Amazonian forest was yet there, close to 100%. So there's obviously somebody that cares deeply about ecology. 
Mm, I'm going to guess Salgado. Okay, put that down. Sebastio Salgado. It's a great <laughs> documentary about him on Amazon Prime as well, by the way. Is there? And, and it's, it's all about his dad, him and his dad. Ah. They, um, am I right in thinking they, they had a, he had a farm or something? His uh, dad did, yeah. And, he, and his dad gave him the farm. And it started as barren land. But in a, in a photograph taken not so long ago, it's got trees all across the valley, something like a million trees or something. Uh-oh. Yeah, I think I think yeah. There's some merit in that story for sure. I don't know the how the how it ended, but yeah, his dad did. Right, number that, number five. Then the last one. I've taken your answers. I've I've written them down. You don't have to take Kev's answers at all. He could be right. He could be wrong. There's a song in that, isn't it? It could be right. Uh, this is number five. There's a misunderstanding that my work is about marginalized people. Okay. One more time. There's a misunderstanding that my work is about marginalized people. Mm. Uh, no. Now you but, you actually have mentioned this photographer a few times. Yeah, so... so you, you are aware of them, but you may not be aware of the voice so well. I'm one... I'm struggling a bit because it could be... It could be Eve Arnold, it could be... Um... I think it. Oh, what was her name? Um, is it? I don't recall. I've never. Yeah, you're right. I can't remember her voice. The lady who did um, Family Love book, the, one of my favourite books. Um, now I'm struggling to remember her name because of. Oh, that was fa- Family Love. Was uh, I'm gonna have to look, look it up. Um, hang on, stay there. Don't go anywhere. Wait. While he's away, I don't think he's right. He's just giving you a bit of a bum steer on that one. Darcy Padilla. Darcy Padilla. That's who I'm going to go for. Gonna Darcy go, Padilla. You're going to go for that. Okay. Yep. There we go. All five are done, and we'll have the answers on Monday's show. Um, so hold on to those, and of course, uh, on Monday you'll get to find out if if you're, if you're a classy winner or not. Right. Time for one more question, and then that's it. It's uh, it's doors down, and 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 away we go. What have we got here? Oh yeah, you'll like this one. It's just a, a quick one. It's it's uh, they've been a bit wedding related today, which is fine. It's not a problem. But um, Marion M. Um, hi there. Insert the usual well-deserved praise here. I, I just wondered today on my commute to work. Oh, you're lucky. You're, you're able to work. Knowing it's not a common thing. Uh, did you uh, ever get asked to provide only also, um, so it's only stroke also, the roars after a wedding, possibly by another photographer? Actually, this could be after any kind of gig, really. It doesn't have to be a wedding. Would you even consider this, even if it's for certain people you may know? Stay stay safe and healthy, guys. Thank you for the daily work and the podcast. Um, it's an absolute no from me, actually. I'd, I'd you know, um, I'd rather... Uh, I'd, you know, I'd do it if they paid me enough. Would you? Okay. <laughs> Every yeah. man has his price. Yeah, no, I would. I mean, if somebody said to me, um, you know, can we have the roars and, and we'll give you two grand? I'd say, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, all yours. All yeah, yours. I would, without, like- without, a, without a thought. What I wouldn't do is p- provide the roars for free or on the, you know, like the, an, okay, on, uh, the odd roar because mm. husband or wife wants to edit it a bit differently or anything. That, that would be no. a definitely a no-no. But if somebody no. said to me, you know, can I have all the raw files and here's a whole load of money? Yeah. I would say, yep, there we absolutely. Go. And if you want a dog to go with it, I have one for free. <laughs> oh, don't give Git away. Poor Git. <laughs> well, that's it for, for another day. Weekend approaching. Um, you're staying in at the weekend? Yes, probably. 
Yeah, I think uh, so. Yeah, uh, quite one. I think. Oh, yeah. actually, you know, mass will not be working in your area, uh, or church will not be working in your area, had it not been for the light and the the webcam you set up for them the other day. So <laughs> I have to see if it works first. The first one will be this evening. So we'll have to. Our visions of my my, <laughs> my aperture light falling into the frame, knocking over oh, the webcam. Hopefully not. It's an expensive light. Can you imagine that? <laughs> Bang! Crash! Everything comes down like a deck of cards, or whatever that expression is. Well, um, yeah. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you, Kevin, and um, thank you for, an- for answering the questions. You're a brave man. We'll find out on Monday's show if you were right. <laughs> Bye-bye. The FujiCast is an independent Loading Zone production. Email the show with your questions and words of wisdom to click at fujicast.co.uk. Email any complaints and political nonsense to our wives who will deal with your comments in their own good time and in their own good way.